Would you like to know one of the most common questions that I've been getting lately from listeners, from my clients, from my peers? How am I to navigate my business in such a polarized world? We are living in a completely divided culture. So how do you lead in a divided world? It's a bit of a bummer that we have to have this conversation because that's just the nature of the world right now. But it excites me too because I have the joy of leading people with a myriad of different political opinions, personal values, uh, visions for their future, religious beliefs. And although sometimes it can be challenging, sure, especially with everything being as polarized as it is today, there are actual ways that you can show up in congruence with who you are and with truth and do it from a place of integrity and leadership and not take full responsibility for everybody else's emotions and make a positive impact in the world despite the chaos happening around us. So I wanted to offer just my thoughts on it, just what we're doing as a company, what I'm doing individually as a leader within my team, uh, within our communities, and how we're navigating those things from a place of respect and hopefully pass this along to you and you can make it your own and glean from it whatever fits for you. And step into leadership. You know, leadership is not labels. Leadership is not um, taking sides. Leadership is leading all different kinds of people. So are you up for the challenge or are you going to, like most people, bend and break to the division? My hope is that this conversation can encourage you to level up to what's possible in leadership. Pull up a seat to the table. You are listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. After working with countless entrepreneurs, I've noticed a theme. No matter the level of success achieved, they get to this place where they're asking, now what? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact. You want to do work that means something, and you want to be known for it, too. Somewhere along the way, it wasn't just about growing a business anymore. It became time to build your legacy. Plus, building the dream at the expense of everything else that matters, family, freedom, joy, is no dream at all. The Luminary Leadership Podcast is where industry leaders come to break through to their next level of achievement, purpose, and impact. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and I'm here to raise up this generation of leaders, us, so we can do our part in raising up the next generation of little luminaries. Get ready as we break down all things entrepreneurial leadership in a way that isn't being talked about. We both know you don't just need another strategy. It's time for your breakthrough. Man, you guys, it's tough out there. Everybody's a critic. It's like, I feel like anytime you take the, you know, proverbial stage in business, whether it's putting something on social media or to your email list or even to your clients or you... Uh, host an event or you choose not to host an event, like whatever the things are, you're not going to win across the board. That's why it's so critical to be convicted in your values and your understanding of uh, how you can live those values despite the fact that some of the people you may be serving or working with or showing up for might not have the exact same list of values. So the first and most critical piece, we're just going to get this part out of the way. You need to have your true north. You need to understand 
who you are and what you stand for, what your business stands for, and how you intend to run your business. Now, unfortunately, some people will choose values that I wouldn't necessarily agree with, meaning they will put money over people or different things that they wouldn't be my values. I likely wouldn't work with those kind of people. That's the beautiful thing about business too, is we can pick and choose where we put our money and where we invest our time and our energy and where we receive wisdom. So that's a whole different conversation. But the first thing for you as a business leader is to know your true north. So we have a true north exercise. We have it designed that you can do it with your family. But if you are a party of one, this is absolutely beneficial for you. So head on over to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash true north. Download this free workbook because if you don't have this first and foremost, you're going to be a jellyfish. You're not going to have a backbone. You're not going to none of the stuff I'm going to talk about today is really going to be able to be in practice for you going forward if you don't even know where you stand on those values and and the vision for the future of who you are becoming and and what your business will model because of it. Businesses have a tendency to set a lot of benchmarks, right? Miles markers and uh, visions and goals, but how do you ensure you stay rock solid in the pursuit of those things? For example, the market will try and sway you. So try this strategy to earn your next, you know, 10 figures or whatever the latest claim is. But if that strategy isn't in alignment with who you are and your values, it's not going to be the right thing. So you can set the goals, but how you get to the goals is going to be unique to you based on who you are, what you stand for, what you value. And you have to make sure that that journey is in alignment with those things. Otherwise, it's always going to feel out of whack. When people are pursuing the benchmarks and the goals that they want in business, but they're not doing it in a way that's congruent with who they are and who they're called to be, it's never going to feel like an accomplishment when they get there. The other thing is, because businesses spend and business owners spend so much time setting the benchmarks and the goals, they're often not focused on the intangible things that are even more critical than those benchmarks and goals. Like how you show up in the world, how you serve, your level of integrity. Do you say what you said you were going to do, right? Do you put other people first? Like whatever those things are, again, in pursuit of those goals. So make sure that you have a clear understanding of what your, what all your, your values are your vertebrae, right? Like you need to know what makes up your backbone? Because if you don't have that, you don't have one. And the culture will try to sway you and it will sway you. And sometimes the culture will try and cancel you, right? So how do you navigate business in such a polarized point in history? I think, I don't know, I've asked around, talked to a few 90-something-year-olds lately and said, am I crazy? Like, you guys have been through it all. You've lived through far, far more things than I have just in your time here on earth. Am I just being dramatic or is this like nuts? Is the world just really split right now? And they're like, no, you're not being nuts. Back in the day, going through the Great Depression, those were tough times. These are crazy times. And I think it's so true. And this, I think this will resonate with you no matter where you stand on the political spectrum or personal spectrum or whatever side of the fence you're on. I've seen a few different things play out over the last few years in Businesses of people I personally know, some of my peers, um, clients that have faced some tough moments in their 
path of entrepreneurship and just witnessing from afar things in the culture that have happened. Some businesses take the stance that they will bow down to those that yell the loudest. Okay, when you're navigating a divided culture, if that is your rule of thumb for survival, you will not last. Eventually, you will lose. It's kind of like slapping a Band-Aid on it. You might hold back the levy from breaking for a temporary period of time, but eventually it's going to bust, right? Because they didn't stand on their own solid foundation of who they are, and they kowtowed to the squeakiest wheel. So the first piece of the puzzle when you're navigating this polarized world, again, this applies to anybody with any belief system, Don't just bend to those that scream at you the loudest, that tell you you're this or you're that or you're the other thing, because that is going to make you just go wherever the wind blows you and you don't have control of the wind. Eventually, the people that do that are going to be eaten, right? They'll be eaten by their own or they'll be eaten by somebody else because you can only bend so many times before you break. They never knew who they were. They didn't know what they were rooted in. They tried to be who everyone else wanted them to be. And shocker, it didn't work because someone is always going to be displeased with who you are and whichever way you're going. So then there are some people in a more neutral category. Other entrepreneurs, small business owners, they're like, I'm going to stay pretty neutral. I'm just going to keep everybody happy. So they don't like confrontation. They don't take a stand. They don't share their values. And instead, they adopt their greatest value of neutrality. And that will keep them safe. Sure, maybe they won't be under attack, but guess what? It's because nobody notices them. They won't survive either, right? You try to speak to everybody, nobody's going to hear you. So these super hyper neutral companies may get a client here or there, but they never change the world. And people lose respect for their inability to stand for something. Now, this is also just a little disclaimer. I think they're are companies, too, that take such hard stands, maybe politically, maybe socially, maybe religiously, like whatever. There are a million different things that you can stand for, right? And they make it known. And I'm talking about the companies that it's not like in relation to whatever they do, whatever problem they solve. So they, they want the world to know who they voted for or who they hate or who they love or who they represent or whatever, even though that doesn't have anything to do with their product. And they make their stance really aggressively known, but they also attack anyone that doesn't agree. This is not leadership. When you see the companies doing that, when you see them attacking, and then you see people celebrating the attacks, and they celebrate the leaders who are aggressively taking stances, they're not necessarily embodying leadership, right? They're they're leading in some capacity. They have a group of people following them, but I'm talking about the principles of leadership. So they'll do better than the previous two. They'll do better than the people who bow down to the squeakiest wheel and the people who stay super neutral because ultimately you attract your own. So you'll they'll attract a bunch of their people who feel really aggressive and strongly about whatever it is they had opinions on because they are technically standing in their convictions, right or wrong, but they're, again, not standing in leadership and not standing in what we define as luminary leadership. Because a luminary leader can have their convictions and they can stand for what they believe in and even fight for what they believe in without ever coming from a place of malice or hate 
for those that don't share the same beliefs. And that's the biggest differentiating factor because there's another option that a lot of people are not trying. And it doesn't involve bowing down to the angry mob or canceling people when they don't say something that you agree with or didn't vote for who you voted for or don't have the same stance on whatever policies are out there. And it doesn't require them to try to please everyone because Lord knows we can't do that. So that's a like a failed mission before it even begins. And it also doesn't involve cutting out those who are not in full alignment with what they believe. This last option is rooted in faith and not fear. It's embodied through integrity, not just saying what other people want to hear and knowing that that can come at an expense, that can come at a sacrifice. But it'll also ensure that those values and who you are called to be is intact at the end of the day, that you can show up to your dinner table with your children and your spouse and know that you honored who you were. It requires you to know who you are, know the right path to get to your goals and not try and follow anyone else's path. It requires you to lead with love and compassion. It requires you to live by faith to respect others without caving to everybody, to know your boundaries and your standards and live by those for you and your company and your team and not fear those who don't agree with you or not fear those who come at you with anger and hate and at the end of the day, to do what's right. What's one really tough part of embodying this in leadership is doing what's right, but not always having to have the last word to show that you're right. Ooh. That's a toughie. So let's say you're leading a group coaching program or a mastermind or you have clients that come at you from attacking place or whatever and try to put their value system or their thought processes on you. And they set the expectation that, of course, you're going to bend to whatever they want. Now, it's not your job unless you are they are paying you to coach them in such to Try and explain all the ways that they're wrong and you're right. But there are ways you can have a respectful, and I think that's one of the key words and key values that's missing from a lot of these conversations, a respectful conversation about how you intend to fully support them in whatever it is that they invested in with you. And you also fully intend to continue to show up and lead from the example that you know to be who you are and what you stand for. And it's not about trying to change their mind. And it's not about trying to be right. This is why there's so much division is because everybody's trying to be right. Everybody's trying to prove that their opinion or their side is the right side. And the other side is the dreadfully wrong side. And it's creating this hyper polarization throughout the globe. This is not just an American issue. And when somebody doesn't show up mirroring their values, they become outraged. Like they can't believe that they're looking at this person and not seeing reflected back to them everything they believe, forgetting that one of the most beautiful aspects of our world is the diversity of thought. Now, people are like fighting for literally in the streets, fighting for diversity, but trying to shut down diversity of thought. Out of one side of their mouth, they're calling for unity, and out of the other side of their mouth, they're saying words of division. So you have an opportunity in business and as a leader to show up differently 
than how 95% of entrepreneurs are showing up right now. We have an opportunity to create a revolution where we can be together in the same spaces without placing the expectation that everybody should show up just as us and to glean what we can from those around us, but be able to accept and allow to roll off of us the things that are not for us. It is possible for you to go on social media and scroll past or unfollow another business that is actively putting out venom against whatever it is you think is important. You don't have to show up in the comment section and then aggressively back to them, stoop down to their level and fight to try and prove how you are right. That is not leadership. That's child play. And I think that's the sandbox most entrepreneurs are playing in today. The challenge ahead of you in entrepreneurship, the revolution you have an opportunity to become a part of, is to stand for your beliefs from a place of respect and to have the strength in your backbone, to fortify that backbone, to know that it will come under attack because of the nature of the world. There used to be a time in history when we could all just like keep our super hyper personal opinions out of business and do business together and nobody knew who anybody voted for and nobody knew anybody's opinion on this or that or the other thing and it was kind of nice. But there's also kind of a nice aspect because the cream's going to rise to the top. The leaders are going to emerge in a time like this. I personally love moments like this. It's like I have said so many times to some of my friends, they're like, oh, I can't believe this is happening in our lives. We have to raise kids in this generation. Like what a nightmare. I'm like, what a time to be alive. Because the people who embody leadership, who figure out how to navigate honoring their values and living in integrity while still being able to show up and serve from a place of love and respect, they are going to shine brighter than they ever thought possible. More than any amount of money they could pump into Facebook ads, these people are going to rise to the top and be seen. But few people have the courage to do it because. Things are so polarized, there are bound to be pushbacks, attacks, fights. But that's where you have to have the strength because you don't want to make the mistake of that first person I, you know, described that says, I just came under attack. I'm essentially being held hostage until I follow these rules. I'm going to bow down and do all the things they want just to make them happy because guess what? The next person's going to come and have a different set of rules and you're going to be flopping around so much that you're not going to survive. It's not going to work. You're not going to be respected in your field because you didn't stand for something. At the same rate, the people who are so aggressive from a place of division and are part of this great problem, they too are going to get eaten alive because they're not going to have the ability to serve outside of their homogeneous little just us people that all are the same. So they're only going to be able to be respected in their circles. But the ones that can see beyond their nose, that can see beyond the division, that can see the greater picture of humanity and entrepreneurship and possibility and service, they are going to be the ones that shine the most brightly. Another key piece is Remembering that you are not, you are responsible for what you put out in the world. You're responsible for what you say. So there are ways that you can share your heart, knowing that no matter how lovingly you share it, someone's going to come at you because they just have a different opinion and they don't know how to handle their emotions. You are not responsible for their emotional response. And if you bend every time you get an emotional response from somebody, I hope you're flexible. 
because otherwise you eventually snap. It's just not sustainable. Now, that being said, it doesn't mean you can say really rude things out into the world and then be like, well, I'm not responsible for how you respond to this. But as long as you're sharing your values from that place of love and respect and then you're under attack, you're not necessarily responsible for those emotions of those other people who haven't elevated leadership enough to have a high emotional IQ, emotional intelligence, to be able to process those before they come out attacking. There are a lot of people I know and love that I have for many, many years. We have completely differing views on political things. We have completely differing views on how things have been handled throughout the last few years with the virus and everything else. We still respect each other immensely. We support each each other. We pay for each other's services because we want to support each other in entrepreneurship because we've elevated above the bullshit. That's what people aren't doing. They're stuck in the weeds. They're wasting so much time, energy, money, and possibility way down here when there's this whole world of possibility that's, you know, when you're like on a flight and you hit this turbulence and you look around, it's all dark clouds and you're like, am I going to survive this? And then the pilot takes the plane above the clouds and all of a sudden it's blue skies and smooth sailing. 95% of entrepreneurs right now are keeping themselves on autopilot in these storm clouds, not realizing that in 30 seconds of tipping the nose upward and elevating, there's clear skies. So what are you going to choose? Where are you going to fly your plane? It is very possible to navigate in a divided culture. And the first piece is going to be looking at it and not continually saying, how did I get stuck in this point in history and realize that you were born for this, you were made for this, develop that backbone, know your convictions, know your values, share them with love and respect, honor that people are going to have differing opinions, do the right thing, don't try and be right. Don't bend just every time someone yells at you or says something hateful towards you, don't stoop to those levels, fly above the clouds. There's so much more opportunity there. That's where the true leaders live. They're not being affected by this nonsense. So no, this isn't a terrible time to be alive. There is no better time to be alive because there's no easier way to shine than to show up in this way, to show up in leadership, juxtaposed against the majority of the population who can't, for the life of themselves, figure out how to navigate outside of this, you know, polarized world. This is your time to shine. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. We pick a luminary each week from our social posts. So if you want to be entered into our Luminary of the Week drawing, then comment, save, and share the Instagram post from this episode. We want to lead and spoil you. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.